Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. There's a huge fight week here in London, a heavyweight fight week. Obviously, a couple of weeks ago, it wasn't the uh, result we wanted. Uh, hoping for a, a better English result at Wembley this weekend, Frank. Well, I hope so. That was... Uh... It was quite, pretty disappointing, wasn't it? It was a shame, and uh, but they got to the they got to the final, didn't they? They done their best. They got to the final, and all you can ever do is do your best. Um, it's a shame. It was a shame. I hope the security is better at Wembley than the crap that they did on, did at the football match. Mm. Yeah, before before we talk about Joyce Sackham uh, this weekend and the rest of the card, I do want to talk to you quickly about the football. You you mentioned the point there about the security, you know, for arguably the biggest event of the year, a European Cup final. Um, that was complete shambles, that. Well, it was a total shambles, wasn't it? And uh, it's a funny thing. I mean, we've had a couple of problems over the years at football, uh, sorry, our boxing shows. Only a, um, very minuscule problems. But when they have happened, what really disappoints me is that when you've got a police presence, the, it seems their, their MO is to stand and let it happen and let it peter out rather than going there and doing something. It was the same thing there at Wembley. I mean, there were people there with kids, you know, their wives and so forth. People I know, they, they had people sitting in their seat and they were people trying to turf them out of their seats. It's just dreadful. It's just awful. And uh, and it's totally unacceptable. And, and then you're talking about going to get get the World Cup. I mean, what's that all about? I mean, it's, you know, that's, that doesn't inspire too much confidence. So they need to, you know, Obviously, from a football perspective, they need to do that. And they also need to look at how they are policing events. You know, I mean, we had trouble at a venue a couple of years ago. Um, and we they had the they had the footage of the, of the people who were causing the problems and so forth. And nothing ever happened. So what, what you know, what message are you sending out? Mm. Of course, the other big talking point after the penalty shootout was the unfortunate racism that was 
um, face from Jadon Sancho, Marcus Rashford and, and Bakayo Saka, for obviously three very young men. Uh, what do you make of that? Well, it's unacceptable, totally unacceptable. You know, they've done well. They, they represented their country really, you know, really, really well. I mean, you know, there's various ways to look at, you know, you miss a penalty, crucial penalty. It was a terrible thing. They should not suffer anything for that. You know, that happens. We've seen that happen with white players, you know, Hispanic players, all sorts of different players over the years have missed penalties. Nobody should be subject to that type, sort of situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other side of it, you know, maybe they were too young to take the penalties. Maybe you need more experienced people in there. But whatever it is, it's all gone and all gone and dusted now. What needs to be learned and the lessons moving forward. You know, I can remember a couple of years ago, was it a World Cup? Uh, one of the Colombian players uh, did something wrong or he cost Colombia a game and he went got back to Colombia and they shot him. Somebody assassinated him for it. So, you know, people, people, you know, this football thing has become so, tri- it's like tribalism now and it needs to be going back to what it is, which is a sport to be there, to be enjoyed and entertained. And I thought the England team entertained us. I thought it was a fantastic tournament to watch. Some great matches there and I really did enjoy them. And it's a shame it's all being tainted by as you say, the, 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 the very, very, very small minority of morons who um, directed the, the, uh, you know, their horrible racist remarks, remarks towards the, the three players in question and also to the, uh, to the hooligan element. Now, because other than that, it was, it, it, was, it was a joy to watch. There were some fantastic games there. Well, we're open for a fantastic fight uh, come this Saturday night at Wembley Arena. How are tickets doing at the moment, Frank? Yeah, we're up to we're up to the capacity that we can we're allowed in. So we're just hoping that uh, we can't we can't uh, at this stage have the full capacity because just too late to do it because it's not being you know that's that's the problem. But we're up to our capacity. It'd be good. There'd be a good atmosphere. There was a great atmosphere at the Albert Hall just with a thousand people in there. But it'd be a, it'll be a good good um, atmosphere. I mean, it's yeah, you know, it's, it's a decent show. It's a very good show. You know, Joe's got is up against a very um, tough opponent who's uh, comes to fight, so he's going to give Joe Joyce a, a tough fight. I think you know Joe's only had twelve fights as a professional, so he's going to have to step up. We've got Hamza Shiraz in with Guerra. That's a good fight as well. It's a, that's a, that's that's not any, that's no uh, foregone conclusion. Um, Jenkins and uh, Esselman. That's been on the card for a while now. That 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 is a 50-50 fight. There's no doubt about that. And you got Burke and ja- uh, Chris Burke and James Beach Junior. Yeah. Plus all the undercards, so there's some good fights on there, and I think we can get some, you know, good, a good competitive night, and uh, and hopefully everybody will enjoy it. Absolutely. Um, so, how many are we allowed in uh, on Saturday night? Uh, I think we're allowed half capacity. It's about six thousand. Okay, that's still better than we've had for such a long time. So, well, anything's better than that. But we get back to full capacity next month. So, when our show up in uh, Birmingham will be at full capacity. All right, let's start with the, the main event, Frank. Obviously, we've seen Carlos Takam here in big fights in the UK with Derek Chisora and, of course, Anthony Joshua. Gave Anthony Joshua some, some real trouble um, during that fight and obviously the controversial stoppage as well. So he's been in, in right at the, the deep end, Carlos Takam. Yeah, as I said, you know, he's a, a seasoned performer. Performer, He comes to fight. You know that his style... And Joe Star will make a fight because he's going to come at Joe. Joe's, going to, you know, and that that suit Joe, I think. But um, Joe's going to be have to be at his best. What I like, what I've seen of Joe, um, some of the press conferences, he's kept that weight off. 
So he looks really trim. He's got. He's in a good place mentally. Um, but he's going to have to be at his best to beat this bloke, and he's got to do it better than the other guys did. That's that's how I look at it. As I, as I repeat myself again, you know, he's only had twelve fights, so for him, it's a uh, it's a big step up for him. But he's wins this fight, and he he then uh, keeps his mandatory position to the winner of um, Joshua and Usyk, which takes place in September. And I think that fight will be ordered pretty soon after that. Okay. Do you believe like Joe's building one of the best resumes in the division? Obviously, a brilliant win over Daniel Dubois last time. He's got people like Jennings and Stavern already on his record. If he adds Sakam, you look at that list of opponents, that's one of the best in the division currently. Well, he has. I mean, you know, he, he did go in against some tough guys to start with. I think that's because of his age. And it was, a, it was a you know, in everybody's mind to... This before he was, became with me, but came, came along with me. I think it was in their mind when he was with Richard Schaefer... And uh, and David Hay that they would you know because of his age that they would basically chuck him in the deep. I don't mean chuck him in the deep and just throw him to the walls, but like you know let him step up very quickly. And he's done that. Um, but he still need you can still see there's still things he needs to do and he needs to work on. And I think that Takam will be another good name to his record. He comes through that. I think it's a good name on there. And from as I say from our perspective, it'd be great experience for Joe. And do you believe uh, live on BT Sport this Saturday night from Wembley Arena, we might see some some fireworks at times uh, in that? I night? hope so. I hope so. Listen, they're big guys. They'll be throwing bombs at each other. And, uh, you know, and uh, Joe's got a good chin. Uh, Takem has been stopped. So Joe's got to go out and show that he can do what, what, what the other guys have done. But he does come to fight. He's not somebody who's going to be, you know, he's not a fiddler. He's not going to be hanging on and mauling and whatever. He, ca- he actually comes and starts, he throws shots. So and they fancy the job, you know. Joe DeGuardio looks after him, his manager. I mean, they actually do fancy this job. Okay, yeah. Hamza Shiraz, great to see him back in the ring. It's been a bit of a while. Um, interesting as well around that the board have ordered him against Anthony Fowler for a, a final eliminator for the British title. So um, Hamza obviously got a tough fight this Saturday, but if he comes through, he's in a brilliant position here. Uh, with, with the board or well, he's in he's in a tough fight on Saturday and, and after that we'll make our decision what we want to do you know it's not something that um, you know at this stage of the game not something I'm, I'm particularly focused on all I'm focused on is him fighting Guerra that's where we're at you know he's had he's had a quite a, he's been out for a while now so I want to get him back into the swing and uh, he's I think this guy he's 15 and 1 Guerra he was a former Spanish champion so you know for him it's uh you know, it's, 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 it's another good yardstick for him to see, you know, how, how, where he's at, where he's at as far as these top European fighters are concerned. Okay, so are you not fully sure yet he's ready for the top guys in the country? At this what, point? in this country? Yeah. Yeah, but I want to go straight for a title fight. I don't want to go messing around with eliminators. What do you want to play the eliminators for? And, and, you know, to be quite honest, we should be getting calls about that. Do we want our fighters in eliminators? You know, I want them in title fights. It'd be, it'd be a very good fight, though, that one, uh, Shiraz Fowler. You're right, it would be a good fight. I'm not saying it wouldn't be a good fight, but as I say, at this stage of the game, all we're focusing on is, is on uh, Saturday's fight. Okay. Yes, yeah, some fantastic fights uh, on this card as well. Uh, Chris Jenkins against uh, Echo Wesserman. Obviously, that's been, been brewing for a long time. I mean, that is a pure 50-50, that one. It is. It's a 50-50 fight for the British and Commonwealth title, so there's two good titles on the line for it. Um, and I think that uh, I really do think that it will be. I think the fans will love it. I think I think the styles again on that will make it a good fight. I think I think it's, it's going to be a good quality fight that one. 
And of course, uh, James Beach Jr., who, who suffered that loss to, to Brad Foster last summer, um, but an impressive fight. And obviously, Chris Bork, who's making a brilliant rise. Um, you know, we could have a little star coming through through that one, the winner of that fight. Look, again, Omar, it's another 50-50 fight. You know, it's going to be very competitive between the two of them. They both know what they what they need to do. You know, for Beach, he needs, he needs a win, doesn't he, after, after he's lost to Brad. And he, and he gave a great performance against Brad. That was a really good good fight to watch. And Chris, as you say, he's a man 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 on a mission. So he knows what he has to do. So again, I think we're going to get a crack with that one. And remember, we've got David Adelaide on there as well. You know, he'll be having, I think, his sixth fight. He's come up to his sixth fight now. Um, you know, he, he, he needs to put in a really good, competent, quality performance. And I think he will do it. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a bit of pressure as well. It's fair to say on David Adelaide, considering his performance last time against Sokolowski. Is that fair? Yeah, but but you know what? He, he put this pressure on himself. You know, he's he's a novice as far as the heavyweights concerned. Five fights, and that was his fifth fight. He won the fight. I thought I, I thought he won the fight, but it was a tough fight, and he made you know. And the other guy, he was you know, he was a tough guy. But they're fights that you learn from. You know, I can think of Tyson Fury against. Uh, years ago, it was against the uh, heavyweight from over your side of the woods. Um, what was his bloody name? Uh, John. Oh, John McDermott. John McDermott. Look at that fight. A lot of people, you know, looked at that and thought, well, hang on a minute, that was a close fight. That happens. That happens in boxing. And it's what you learn from it as a fighter. Um, and I think that, you know, I think that um, David. Is very is a very competent heavyweight, and 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 he's you know his trainer really does get it. You know Frank Frank his trainer knows knows what he has to do, and I think that um, we'll see a decent performance from him. Just before we've got we some good fighters on, you know Mickey Burke's on there, yeah, Sam Noakes, you know it's uh, Charlie Franklin's on there, George Fox, who's uh, Don Charles's son, so it's a decent show. Some heavyweights on there, some heavyweight action. That's what we want. And uh, Francis doesn't mess about with Sam Noakes. He just fought the Royal Albert Hall a couple of weekends ago and he, he's back out. He's raring to go. I mean, he's, he's, a, you know, he's a big ticket seller and he wants to get out. He keeps himself fit and well. And uh, that was down to me. You know, I, I spoke, to, spoke with him and I said, let's, let's get him out again. And that's what we did. Okay, just before we move on uh, from this card, there's been a few reports I've seen circulating, suggesting a potential fight between Anthony Joshua and Joe Joyce one day in Nigeria. Do you reckon that's a, a realistic thing, Frank? Joshua and Joyce in Nigeria? Listen, who knows? I'll be very surprised if it happens, but you never, you never know, do you? Anything can happen in boxing. You've seen fights in Saudi Arabia, you see them in the further Manila, it can happen anywhere. If the money's there, then maybe. But um, let's hope that AJ comes through, let's hope Joe comes through and... We may see that happen. Okay, okay. All right. Um, obviously, Frank, I didn't speak to you after the Royal Albert Hall show, um, and there was a lot of news around that time, of course, with Tyson Fury and, and his delayed fight with Deontay Wilder. I just want to get your initial reaction um, at the time. What, what was the, your immediate reaction when you heard the news, Frank? Well, very, you know, my reaction is like everybody. We're all very disappointed, but, you know, they're the times we live in. You know, he caught COVID and that's it. So he couldn't fight. And that's the end of the story. So it doesn't matter what I think or anybody thinks. It's, you know, we all are disappointed, but it just has to be rescheduled. It's been rescheduled for October and it'll take place then. Um, the one I feel 
person I feel sorry for, because obviously we've got the involvement with him, is, is with Tyson, because uh, he's been in training for God knows how long now. He's been working very hard. By the time he gets into the ring, it'll be 20 months since his last fight. So he's not even managed to ca- capitalise in any way on the mm. uh, Deontay Wilder fight. So um, I'm quite sure, though, you know, uh, hopefully there won't be a problem with it. Um, Bob Arum, who I was talking to, is very, very disappointed. They'd sold $14 million worth of tickets at the venue country, what other people say. that's That was the amount that was sold. So look, it's rescheduled, and that's when it's on. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah, I did want to speak to you about that. You actually raised it yourself there. Obviously, you know, in in the boxing world, there's so many sceptics. Obviously, fans were saying, is it because of the the lack of ticket sales? Even certain promoters said that. But you've just said the the figure there, which I think you said $40 million worth of tickets. Why is Bob Arum going to lie about that? You know, that's what they sold. I remember the tickets. You remember, it was going to be the first big event to take place in Vegas, big boxing event. So there was a big anticipation about it. Um, all the hotels, from what I understand, hotels were taking loads and loads of tickets, buying lots of tickets, block bookings of t- tickets. So it is what it, you know, it is what it is. Who knows? Maybe we get some of the Brits to go now in uh, October. So there'll even be more there. But there was, the, you know, the, the, the Bob assured me that they 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 sold fourteen million dollars worth. I spoke to Shelley Finko on another matter, and he actually mentioned it. You know, because PBC are the joint promoters, also were the in the event, and they 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 uh. They said themselves, you know, the tickets had sold for it. Okay. Also, uh, in October, hopefully you won't have to pay about 13 grand for a first-class ticket. Oh, jeez. Talk about take liberties, eh? It's terrible. Uh, um, I do want to quickly ask you about also the images that were circulating around online um, where we saw Tyson out and about. What's just your comment on that, Frank? Well, I don't know too much about that. I've seen them, but I don't know. I don't know what the background is to that. I've not spoken about that, so I can't. I can't give you anything. The fact of the matter is, you know, <laughs> a doctor tested him, tested him pos- positive for it. So I don't know how. You know, so I, I don't know what they were. And uh, when I do find out next time, we can. I'll give you the heads up. Okay, perfect. Um, but yeah, roll on October night is actually when you think about it, not too far away. Um, and it, yeah. said it allows everyone to get to the States, hopefully if Biden uh, opens the borders. Absolutely. So that's where we are. And uh, as I say, just, just move on. You can't, you know, not, there's nothing anybody can do about it. You just got to deal with what, what you deal with your, the hand you got and the hand you got is October. That's where it's at. Frank, can I have an update please on uh, Mr. Daniel Dubois? We will be making an announcement about Daniel uh, fairly soon about his next fight. Um, it's going to be quite interesting. Oh, you're teasing up with us uh, with that one, Frank. Oh, I'm such a tease. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be. A, it's going to be a. Uh, I think it'd be. I think it, you know. Um, it will be for, from his perspective. It'll be good for him. What we're doing. Okay. Uh, same thing with with Tommy Fury. What's going on with Tommy? Same thing for him as well. Yeah. Same thing. We're pretty close to getting something done for him as well. 
Okay, okay. Um, as I said, I didn't speak to you um, after your show at the Royal Albert Hall. I uh, quickly want to just go through the card. Lyndon Arthur, um, at times, um, Farachi was actually doing quite well and then he did well to hang in till he did, but a brilliant and brutal finish uh, from Lyndon Arthur in the end. It was. I mean, you know, Farachi was, well, he's 15 and 0. One thing nobody could complain about his heart. Mm. I mean, he came to fight the kid. Um, there's times where, you know, I'd like to see Lyndon, Lyndon um, stamp more authority on the fight. But when he did, he'd done it in brutal, as you say, in brutal fashion and done a job on him. Mm. So now what will happen is, uh, is it's, it's all agreed now that um, Anthony Yard has a fight, has his fight, because he, he, he didn't fight, and he'll fight in August, and then they'll get it on in October. Oh, definitely and October, yeah? Oh, it'd definitely be on in October, yeah. Okay. Well, providing, there... uh, providing Anthony Yard wins. Of course, of course. Um, was there a bit of trouble with, with Pat uh, and Linden in terms of getting them to, to that rematch point with Anthony, Frank? No, the rematch was always in the contract. I mean, he said that himself. You go back and look at your old interviews you've got with him. He said it immediately after the fight. I have a rematch clause in my contract. So it's what it is. No one's... You know, it is what it is. It's, that, that was there. That's that's were the terms that the fight was made made on. So but that was for both of them. It's a rematch for both of them. So the next one uh, we get it on. It'd be a, and I think it'd be a more competitive fight than the last one. Um, they both got a point to prove, and you know that'd be for the benefit of the fans. Zach Parker with uh, another brutal uh, stop oh. win. I'll tell you something, I, 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 that, that has been one of my, you know, um, my delights in the last uh, year, you know, the last, whatever it is, six months he came with us. I mean, he's been, a, he's been great to watch. He's such a nice guy as well, nice guy, and he can fight. And that was, that, that was a tough opponent he's in. I mean, he broke him in half with that body shot in the first round. We'd done a real job on a tough guy. So it, there's no doubt about it. He's, you know, he, he's strong and he can punch. And there's some big fights for him to be made at. He is number one in the WBO, uh, 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 super, mi- super middle. Um, but there are some good fights, some good domestic fights can be made with him, which we've got to look at. Definitely. Uh, Dennis McCann, as always, uh, exciting to watch. He was, wasn't he? He put, a, he put a really good shift in. He looked really good, done what he had to do. And, you know, he's, uh, he's one of my favourite fighters, as you know, and uh, he, he got back to what he, what he does best, which is... You know, landing those bombs on people. And uh, on his thoughts on Archie Sharp's performance? I thought Archie, I mean, he was a very awkward opponent, the Mexican, wasn't he? He was sort of rushing in, he was careless, it was, he, he cut him with a clash of heads. Um, you know, he'd done what he had to do, Archie, but it was a shame that he's got that bad cut, so he's going to be out for a while now as a result of that. But, you know, he he, he done okay. And just before we round off, um, August 28th, uh, you announced, obviously, as you said, your Birmingham card, headlined by Anthony Yard. Hopefully he gets in the ring this time, uh, Anthony. Uh, but just want to talk about the rest of the card, some brilliant matchups on that. So uh, I think the one that everyone's talking about is Ennis Brown uh, and Sam Maxwell. I mean, again, brewing for a long time, a brilliant fight, Frank. Well, it has, and that's a cracker. That is, that's a real good fight. So I'm looking forward to that one. And I know Sam is, and, uh, you know, we had... a. Uh, he sent me a note a couple of, was it last week? Like, you know, what what he wants to do and how, you know, how he sees it, you know, what he wants for his future. And he comes through this fight and I'm sure he's going to have a great future ahead of him. You know, he's a quality, quality 
fight. And he's a really nice guy. Lovely guy, Sam. See, Kakachi Woodstock, another 50-50 fight. That was... Well, that's a good fight. I mean, it's been postponed God knows how many times. <laughs> but it's on now, thank God. And uh, it's a good one. You know, uh, for Leon, this is this is his moment. I mean, if, if he don't... If he don't come through this fight, then I don't see where you know where he what Harry goes above a, the level he's at. And for for Anthony, he showed what he's all about. And if he can put in another performance like he did last time, we should get a really good fight. And uh, Brad Foster's got no easy task against uh, Jason. He's Cole. out. He's oh. out. He's injured. Okay. He was told this morning. Absolutely gutted. Okay. Um, Absolutely got it. So we're looking to replace that fight. We'll have, just have to postpone it. He's injured. He won't be. He won't be able to fight as well until October. I mean, absolutely gutted. I mean, we won the purse bid for it. And we wanted to get it on as soon as possible, and it was a good Midlands fight. But we will be putting another good quality match on there because we, we, I only found out this morning, and we'll be announcing that in the next day or so. What's happened to him? Uh, I'm not sure what the injury is. I was told he's done something to his uh, hand, but we're. You know, he's out. All, of, all of the message I got from his management was that he's, you know, he, he's um, he won't be ready. He's hurt himself. And also Nathan Heaney and Liam Davis are on that Birmingham card, and they're going to bring God knows how many fans with them. Well, it's it's great, isn't it? I'll tell you what, there won't there be some atmosphere there on the night. I mean, it was great last time, wasn't it? If he was up there, but there'll be some great. It would be a great atmosphere. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. Well, we're looking forward to this week, uh, this Saturday night, Wembley Arena a big heavyweight fight uh, in London and uh, hopefully you're right and there are some fireworks. I hope so. And we're, we'll be announcing Sonny Edwards' fight on Saturday. Brilliant. All right, Frank, appreciate your time on IFL TV as always and obviously we're going to speak again this week. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Omar. Stay safe. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.